man. What's good with y'all? It's Big Wave coming at you with a brand new episode on relationships. And um, I have um, an awesome guest here who's going to be featuring on the episode with me. So that this time I have more of a, a wide perspective, you know, I have it from both sides. So it doesn't sound like it's just two guys going back and forth. Um, you know, just battering women, you know, I don't want it. I don't want it to come across like that. In any case, you know, I wanted to give my co-host here a chance to introduce herself. Her name is Kadisha, and uh, she's going to be on the show with me. What's going on? Hi, guys. Very excited to be here. I heard that last time, you know, mm-hmm. David had a little bit of a narrow uh, male-dominated mm. <laughs> perspective. And so, yes, Not I'm definitely narrow. here to offer a little bit more you know, of a widened view of things, which I'm excited about. I think this should be fun. No, it's definitely going to be fun because I like to argue. So don't worry, guys. We're well I'm going to hold it down. <laughs> anyway, I did want to talk about that uh, topic once again, relationships and growing pains and just how I think that relationships can become a task in itself but can also become a very beautiful ride. If it's worked out correctly, you know, and uh, there's a lot of communication going on and hard work between both parties. Anyway, uh, I wanted to talk about the very seeds, you know, the very beginning of the relationships. In my opinion, I think that part is the hardest because uh, just getting to know the person, um, you're trying to figure out who you are. And also you're mixing this big, crazy universe of ideas with another, a whole other person and, uh, you're both trying to figure yourselves out while also being able to figure this other person out and learn them. But I don't know. How do you feel about that? I mean, that's that's the case within a relationship. I mean, anybody coming together, you got to kind of mix ideas and see where both of your heads are to see if you're compatible to even, you know, continue on. So that's definitely something that is interesting because everybody's a little different and you mesh with people in different ways so yeah yeah i mean like um what who is it our friend shiure i remember she sat us down and talked to us about uh um i think i talked to shola about this too uh communication styles attachment styles attachment styles Yeah. yeah so that tripped me out but we'll talk about that a little bit later, I mean, because that's that's more advanced. That's for, like, folks who've been in the game. They got some skin in the game, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So um, next, what I'd like to talk about in regards to the beginning of the relationship is uh, another good question. Are you folks good for each other? You know, what's the dynamic of your relationship? And I learned that statement uh, from my friend D here. She actually told me... Uh, you know, she was talking about one couple she knows uh, personally and how, like, they really don't care about each other or love each other and that she's confused on what their dynamic is. And I'm like, what do you mean what their dynamic is? Because I, I, I never heard that before. But I mean, just, you know, for some relationships from the outside looking in, you kind of look at it and be like, what's the purpose of this? Like, what does this accomplish for either one of you? It doesn't seem like either of you are really enjoying this that much. Or like you're really 
doing anything that makes either of you any better individually or together. So, you know, I think, like, in that regard, there are certain things that let you know, you know, that a relationship will be headed towards that kind of dynamic. Okay. And... I think just me and my my personal experience. I'm I'm constantly just on the lookout for all of the red flags for everything. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I knew a couple that uh, like the whole time throughout school. You know, I used to go to school with them. I won't say their names. I won't put them out there out there like that. But you know, their whole thing was just uh, abusive. You know, I didn't know. Either of them personally, I knew the guy personally, but you know, I just hear all these stories about him and how he was like, they just beat, beat each other, you know. And I was just like, so their whole thing was, I mean, they ended up staying together a long time, though. Is what I'm saying. My point is, in regards to what is your dynamic in a relationship, you know, you could have a really great dynamic where you're both business partners and you make a lot of money and you just do well with each other. Um. And kind of pat each other on the back there in that sense, but then also it can be very destructive, and <laughs> toxic. You know, you're just your whole thing is every day is a boxing match. You know, and that's just not good. I mean, you know, healthy dynamics aren't all about you know just making money, but no, you know, I understand where you're going. You know, just kind of being successful in whatever ways that that means to you. As like as a couple or in a relationship is definitely important. I feel like a lot of people end up in relationships where they feel like they're being held back by their significant other, or they're not able to grow in certain ways with you know the person that they're with, and that always kind of sucks because you know, especially if that relationship ends, you know, yeah. regardless of how that relationship ends, you just kind of reflect and and you spend time wondering what what you could have been doing with all that extra time. So. All that invested time, <laughs> yeah, you know. So, yeah, that's always something. But, you know, those the relationships are always a gamble like that, so. Yeah. And it's, it's a big investment, you know. But um, sometimes it can be very scary. But I think it's uh, I think it's worth it because you always learn something brand new, you know. You mm-hmm. don't want to be jumping from one relationship to another. But sometimes life is like that. You know, you run into some folks, you think they're cool, they're good. And uh, then you find out they suck. They're very not cool and not good. They're very not cool, you know. (laughs) And that happens so often. (laughs) And it sucks, you know. You hate to find out that, like, you're fucking... The person you're in love with is, like, a serial killer or some shit. Come on, not a serial killer, (laughs) but a a psychopath is bad enough. Or a sociopath, goodness gracious. They just like to stare at themselves in the mirror, you know. A narcissist? Oh, those are the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, having an argument with like a mime. What? And the reason I say a mime is because um, no matter what you say, uh, the response you get back out of this person is not going to be a relative response. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to build off of what you state. It's not going to build off of what you just said. It's going to be some left field. Like, what are you even talking about? That has nothing to do with what I just said, you know. But um, still, in any regard, uh, the last thing I wanted to kind of talk about, uh, about the beginning of the relationships and how it just gets started and what's super important about that is uh, 
learning how to be friends with the person you're spending time uh. with. Uh, and I've made this mistake in the past where I've been, I've gotten in relationships with just like sex, and it did not work out because past that, you know, past the beginning stages of us being, hey, we had sex, and we just kept on doing that. <laughs> um, there was no point in between where we would go, well. I see that you like to read. (laughs) (laughs) I see you like to, you know, do hot yoga on Thursdays. I'm glad glad that you said that. I appreciate your honesty because it's so funny that and sad that a lot of relationships start that way. And even me, I've, I've had to learn how to navigate things in the initial stages of a relationship so that it doesn't take that turn. You have to be extremely diligent or very vocal about the fact that you don't want that kind of relationship which is interesting because you know back in back in the day I honestly believe I was born in the wrong in the wrong generation but back in the day you know you had to court somebody you had to you know put yourself out there had to let them know that you were ready and willing to take care of them and do all the extra steps and all the good stuff it was like supposed to be way more than just sex but you know, as time went on. But you're forgetting that also it was a time where females could not <laughs> get divorced after after they got married. They was done. Uh, could not get divorced. You know, I, apparently you can't have it all. But, you know, I feel like if we could take that part of that time and combine it with this part of that time or, or this part of this time. The most where, of the more free Yeah, where women, people uh, are a lot more, you know, liberated. They have. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, we should not let go of the part where you court people or, you know, you actually go the extra mile or you make it known that you want to create, a, you know, more like a deeper relationship with somebody. I think it's really strange. And I've, I've always found it pretty strange the way yeah. that people expect you to just like meet and be like, hey, so you trying to. Trying to get busy. Trying to get get busy. <laughs> get trying to get down. Trying like, get down, yuck! Bro. I don't know you. It's like um. So there's on, that, but on Tinder apps, you know, and I, I hate to say this, I am absolutely guilty of making uh, one of those text messages that just is like, hey, uh, look, listen. Um, let's let's get down to brass tacks I'm, here. I'm just gonna be honest. I mean, brass tacks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know there is no way I'm getting laid. I mean, I maybe you put laid. a little bit more, you know, butter on uh, it. No, I don't I know, know if but... I, if I know for a fact, if I say brass text, <laughs> there's no way I'm getting laid through this text message exchange. Yeah, because yuck. There's but no way. Don't worry. No there, are much, there are much less abrasive things that men can say that will lead to you not getting laid. Yeah, no, I didn't say nothing horrible. You know, okay. I'll just get straight to the point. I'll just be like, you know, I can't lie. I'm trying to have sex. Yuck, David. You know, I'd like to take you out as well. <laughs> but that will be second. You know, and it's just... Uh, and I would be sitting <laughs> but up. But that would be second. <laughs> Yuck. I'd be sitting up some nights like, oh, man. <laughs> man, what is it about me that I can't find? A, a, girl, a nice lady. A nice woman. <laughs> I'm a mess. I tell them all I want to have sex. <laughs> Oh, but for real. Okay. You know, I mean. I mean, like, again, your honesty can only be appreciated, but so far. It's like, at that point, 
I, I've and and sadly, I'm sad to say that I've had many, many men approach me the way that you just described. And all I can say is that it's made me delete my Tinder app on multiple occasions. It's just like, what am I even doing here? Because <laughs> why is this happening to me? You know, it's like that. So, I mean, I applaud you for, you know, putting yourself out there. I will, I will definitely say, <laughs> I will definitely say that uh, there are other ways to put yourself out there. Yeah, man. I mean, I remember a long time ago when I used to walk up to women and say hello yeah. and just be like, I'd be scared out of my mind. Like, oh, well, she got to actually say yes. But maybe that was a problem, you know. I need but to again, that's, yes, that is like the problem. Because more, if you go into it with the mindset of trying to be friends and like actually trying to befriend this woman rather than going... Let me sweet talk. Let me sweet talk my way into her panties. Like oh, it's just it's such a I different know what approach. You're about to say. It's such a no no. That's all I'm trying to say. It's it's just it's a different approach. And if you approach it in a way where you actually respect this person as a human being, rather than just as like a vagina who's just there that you're trying to to weasel your way into, it's okay. like you, you can easily what? do that. Here's what I gotta say about weaseling your way in. That is not righteous. You shouldn't weasel your way in. Okay. I agree with that. Uh-huh. But for all the guys out there who are telling it like it is and they're honest and they say, hey, you know, I don't know about a friendship, mm-hmm. but I would still like to take you out and at some point have sex with you. The interesting thing about that approach that I've noticed is that it's like if you say no you'd be like eh I'm not really down for that but you know we can be cool if you want they'll be like "Uh, I don't really want to be cool but then they'll continue to try and like have the same dynamic that they just presented to you and you just have to keep saying no thank you at that point they go from being honest to turning into not necessarily creeps but maybe creeps yeah exactly because they're now pretending they're trying to friendship their way exactly they're like, okay, I'll hang heart. out with you, but I'll also make it very clear that I still want to slip my way into your vagina. And it's like, have you ever experienced I'm, anything like that? One hundred percent, definitely. Of course. <laughs> Do I have a vagina? Is a pig, <laughs> is that pork? A is that, oh no. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's just it's just a man, thing that, that happens. That was a silly question because I mean, you're a beautiful woman, so I'm sure it happens more often. Why? Why? Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> don't let it go to your head. No, <laughs> no, but I mean, in that context, um, this next this next little subject in regards to relationships and growing pains, I wanted to talk about was um, your communication styles with your your significant other, you know, and how you two kind of talk to each other and uh, what, 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 how do I, how do I describe this? What the air is kind of like when you talk to them or when you spend time around them, you know, are you having a good time? Are you miserable? Do you dread the fact that as soon as they get off at five o'clock, they're going to be home at five twenty-six on the dot? You know, what is it? What's the deal? And how do we remedy that? I'm not a psychologist, but in any regard, from what I've learned in my own experience, uh, one of the first things I really had to come to terms with was when I get in an argument, I get I get tripped up 
with how I present my particular side of the argument. It's possible to say that I may come off a bit um, as if I'm better than the other person at coming up with my argument than they are and then trying to translate that to someone who is already upset with you, uh, you know, pouring gasoline on top of TNT <laughs> and trying to light a match standing next to it, basically, so I can describe that. But what has your experience been like, Adisha, you know, in that regard? As far as... <clears throat> you know, your communication styles, the different relationships you might have had, or, you know, if you felt like in a certain relationship, you really had to dig deep or try hard to figure out how to talk to the other person. I mean, yeah, it definitely takes time to learn... The other person's communication style, I will say. It often takes a lot of um, miscommunicating <laughs> to learn how to properly communicate, yeah. which is um, always a little a little stressful. But, I mean, for the most part, it's worth it, you know, doing the work to be like, okay, so this is the part in the conversation where things went awry, and this is how we can remedy that in the future, Um it also takes a lot of practice, so, you know, there's also that. But still, I think it is a really important step to try and figure out what is the best way to communicate with certain people. Like you said, some people often have a way of going about things where, you know, they feel like they're communicating effectively. They're communicating their own thoughts or feelings effectively, but they're not communicating in the conversation effectively. Yeah. So I think that's always that's always something that you can work on. It's like even if you feel like you're expressing yourself to the best of your ability, the way that you're expressing yourself to someone else may come across as, you know, rude or disrespectful or, you know, just hurtful or, you know, whatever it is. But if you actually, you know, have feelings for that person or you, or you care about that person's feelings, it's always, you know, good to do the extra work to try and remedy any kind of negative, negative, like, you know, negative way that you come on to somebody. Absolutely. You know, is your argument is always going to sound good to you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the way that you're going to put yeah. the way you felt it's always going to sound like the best, most correct way to end the argument and end all be all. And your partner will go, yeah. oh, man, I get it. And it's so funny that it, it hardly ever goes that way. <laughs> it's so sad. Because no, then you'd be like, why don't you understand? I communicated exactly what I was trying to say and you're you're still upset. It came out the way it's I like, thought it would. You, you expect people to just like take everything that you say and like the way that you want them to take it. But at the end of the day, you have to recognize that you're communicating with an entirely different person, with an entirely different perspective. A way you know? of thinking. Yeah. yeah, and way of thinking. So it's, it's really important to like try and understand that and try and, you know, approach that in a way that's now like I've tried um, slowing down conversations and trying to go over statements bit by bit but I've always run into this wall where my partner thinks that I'm being condescending and it took me a while to figure that out <laughs> that trying to explain it that way or go back over it that way like I'm your fucking fifth grade teacher yeah. is gonna 
as a grown woman, you're going to be pissed off that this man, <laughs> first of all, this man is trying to talk to you like you're, he's your professor at yeah. college or something. Like you have to be walked back through a conversation that you were a part of. Bam. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it took me a little bit, but, you know, two plus two equal four at some point. And I finally went, oh, Eureka, you know, that yeah. makes sense that that would piss them off. Um, and another part of that is my tone. I think at one time, you know, I think we argued about a television show. Mm-hmm. And, like... I don't know what it was. You said you didn't like my tone. My tone sounded condescending. And I couldn't hear it from my end. I swear. I was just standing there. I was like, I'm like, how does it sound condescending? It might have. <laughs> you know, because to me, I sound like I'm just saying what I'm saying. Right. <clears throat> and it's just like, I'm just saying it to you. But to, to you, it could have came out like, so-and-so. The sky is blue. Mm-hmm. And that's all there is to it. You can't say nothing about it because it is blue. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, again, it is hard to police your own tone when you're in a conversation. I've definitely had instances where people told me that I sounded um, abrasive or aggressive or rude or whatever it was. And And I didn't see it that way from my perspective just because, you know, I'm in my own shoes and I understand where my mindset was and, you know, where my head was at at that time. But, again, you just have to be willing to do the the work to self-reflect and, and understand how you can move forward in a better way. Yeah. So. Well, it's important to learn after the argument. <laughs> you know. Uh, God, man, I remember being so mad one time uh, in the past after like finding some information out and like I went outside into my backyard in my old house in Cleveland I mean it's still there my old house my house in Cleveland in Maple Heights and I just punched a tree as hard as I could you know I was just so angry about the information and your hand hurt too I bet uh, yeah, definitely. I imagine that, I mean, uh, that grandpa, that grandpa situation from the Boondocks. The boondocks <laughs> where, Huey, where Huey was telling him to kick the tree with conviction <laughs> and emotion. <laughs> how, yeah. how did it, what was it? It's pretty much like that, you know, it's pretty much the same thing. Like, Damn! <laughs> oh, but it just felt right, you know, mm-hmm. in situations like that, I think... I implore anybody to do that instead of hitting their significant other. Just, you know, not that that was the issue that I felt like doing that to them. It just, I was so upset about what I had heard, you know, and I'm going to get to what I had heard that I just, I, I had to take it out. You know, we had a punching bag in our basement and everything. I just, I went outside because I wanted to scream too, you know. I was really young at the time. I was like, what, 18? Yeah. 17. I feel like that was such an age of angst. I used to just like walk out into a field and just scream. Oh my God. What was that show called with Wheelchair Jimmy? <laughs> Degrassi? Degrassi. Yeah. That's, I think that was the Degrassi days. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I was definitely Pretty much. on edge. I yeah. think everybody was on edge. And I don't really even yeah. know what for, but high school was intense. I won't get into that. But That's so. a whole... <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Speaking of screaming though, sometimes you get so upset with your uh, significant other that you just want to get some space from them. You know what I'm saying? And that's this next subject here within communication styles. When you can't communicate, what do you do next? When you can't talk to your partner anymore, you know, neither one of you is making any headway. You know, nobody's coming to a middle ground. Somebody's got to be right. What do you do when you can't argue at all? I'm the fan of of getting in my car and leaving. <laughs> and just distancing, you know? I just need some distance. Some time away from the from that that energy and that space, heat, yeah. yeah. And so, like you know, I don't, I can't really say that I have any intention to go in anywhere specific or in any particular direction. But I tend to just get in my car and go. That's I'm usually like just around the corner, though. That's the funny part. Is like I'm I'm usually not far. It's just the being away part that helps. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I see. I'm a little different. I'll be You're very different. I'll be trying to uh stay. I'll be trying to stay. <laughs> I'll be trying to talk this shit. I'll be like, no, we gonna figure this out right now. Mm-mm. I don't care what you talking about. Nope. <laughs> we gonna get to the bottom of this. But no, I and mean in most cases, you know, uh it's it's not good. I've, yeah. I've come to find out. It's just not good to do that. What are you gonna say? Just like we, like you said, you found out that at times, to get some space or some distance away from the situation, to let the heat die down, to let you know whatever anger or animosity die down a little bit, to give you some time to self reflect, or just reflect in general on the situation, it's always a, a it's all, it always helps. I mean, in most situation time, <coughs> you good? Yeah. All right. no, Oh my god. <coughs> We're gonna cut that part out. Coronavirus. Oh my god. <laughs> in most situations <laughs> in most situations, time, you know, a little bit of time just helps to heal or or at least alleviate some of the stress in a situation. So I definitely again I stand by the, you know, quick little dip out. Not not a forever dip out. I'm not the type to like, you know, spend a weekend away or spend a week somewhere yeah, else or something. Like, yeah, like I don't do that. Spend I don't wanna like dip out for a month. I'm not doing that. A but month. like, you know, just you just dip. a little bit of time. Ladies, if you dip out on a if in, for a month on any of my homies listening to this, y'all might as well break up. Okay. Y'all know what that means. Nobody knows what that means. Everybody knows what that means. You talk about a month. Every relationship is different. A month. Every relationship is different. A month. It could be, what if it's two months, three months, then what? (sighs) If it's anything more, man, look, you know about the Jedi mind. We were on a break. It's being okay. Okay. (laughs) You see what what she just said? That's what I'm talking about, man. Whatever. Stop playing with me. Anyway, I'm just saying. You know, there's always definite, like definitely certain limits or boundaries. If you if you do feel the need to take a significant amount of time away, that's more than just like a few hours. I would definitely say it's good to at least communicate that and be like, hey, you know, I need a day, I need a week, I need you know whatever amount of time to process or reflect or you know just be alone, whatever the fuck. You don't even have to explain too much, but still. I do believe in space. You do have to communicate about how much space. Again, communication is key. Yeah. 
<laughs> Do not just leave. And don't say nothing. I'm just saying. For all my folks who got anxiety out there and they're anxious, I know what it's like. To just be like wondering what's up. But that's, I don't let it bother me too much. But I know that it's there and I gotta accept that it's there and deal with it. That's most people. Probably a lot of people are anxious anxious. Even if you don't act on it too much or if it's not, you know, as bad as, you know, other people whose anxiousness comes out in other like manifests in other physical ways, it's still like everybody's a little anxious. You still have to be you know, self-aware enough to be able to give people their own personal space without, you know, making it all about you. Yeah. So that's also important. There's just there's just a lot of, like, give and take in relationships. I just... That's a lot to work out. It's a test of what you're willing to deal with, for real. But it's yeah. got to be righteous, though. You know, it's got to be like, all right, uh, my girl likes to watch fucking... <laughs> Uh, what is that show about the wives? About the Atlanta? Dang, I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, what is that? Uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta? Ugh. About the wives <laughs> in man, Atlanta. Oh my God. <laughs> man, no, because I, I hate it. Like, I don't want to tear that show down because there's a mm-hmm. bunch of black women making money. And shout out to them. Yeah. You know, I love, I love a good time where black people making money. But I'm saying, like, it's just... As professional as professional as these women are, the way they're being portrayed in this show, where they're arguing all the time and cursing each other out, it sucks. I think that uh, shows like this really, and I don't want to get super righteous about it, they just really just are not good for young ladies or young men. Because I think that's like one of those places where they draw those stereotypes. Now, the Real Housewives of Atlanta, I would say that they just like a little messy. They got their own little personal beefs going on, but they're not really like bad role models. Now, if you want to talk about some bad role models. Some business women, you're right. Yeah, they're they're, they're (coughs) great business women. There are are plenty of other shows and TV shows and movies and videos. Yeah, that are, you know, just bad for children. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, those women are. You know, well of age, they've lived you know well enough lives to be able to. They just, grown. You know, they grown. As hell. <laughs> they grown as hell. They can do whatever the hell they want. But it's it's the ones who are right. right. making. I mean, I, and again, I don't I don't have nothing against none of these women that's doing anything. Most of the stuff that's put out here these days is bad for children, but it's being consumed by them nonetheless. Oh my god! You just reminded me before we get too far off of uh, <laughs> what we talking about in relationships. I want to bring up Boobaz, that show for kids. Remember that conversation? No, we yeah, had no. About you Boobaz? and Jordan was talking about that. I never watched that show. I don't know. I don't know what that shit was. Yo, but I was not a is, fan. What I was saying to Kadisha was that Boobaz, me and Jordy were saying Boobaz is a demonic show teaching kids how to devil worship with the way that they just be uh, bowing and dancing and all that stuff. I believe it. I think. They are teaching kids how to incan- uh, what incantations to spells, and that they just trying to 
Make them uh, subservient. I'm telling you, there and show. that wouldn't be the only TV show that's out here for the purpose of uh, m- manipulating children. I'll say because I've definitely seen some things in other TV shows where I'm like, that seems a little bit of uh, that's a little fishy. There's some hidden messages. In yeah, there. exactly. Like definitely some hidden messages in a lot of TV shows for children. That's an entirely different conversation because. I got a lot to say on that subject. Yeah, but back to uh, always, you know, trying to finish up these relationships and growing pains, you know, to focus in again. Always talking about, you know, this final, next and final subject is going to be, are you willing to continue with your partner or call it quits with what you have dealt with thus far? And um, I know I said at the beginning that the beginning of the relationship is very tough, but I think maybe I want to change my mind here and say that, Maintaining it is the tough part. Maintain maintenance is always the hardest part. What do you mean? Because maintenance goes on forever. It never ends. Never You're ends. literally forever always maintaining a relationship with someone. You know, and that I think that's a good segue into one of the subtopics in that regard, uh, experience. You know, how many relationships have you been in? You know, do you know what you want? Do you know what you're looking for? Do you know at this point, how to love yourself. And Are you saying that you, it's important to come into relationships with that understanding already? I think so, yeah. Absolutely. That's I'd a good agree. Word. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you, know, you are so amazing. So smart. Stop it. <laughs> um, but no, no, I definitely so. agree. And I, and I think just given that I've... I mean, I haven't been in very many relationships... Uh, I've dealt with many different people. I've dealt with enough people to give me a better understanding of what it is that I don't want so that I could like zero in or hone in on what it is that I do want. And I think it really is important for you to be able to go into a relationship with that kind of outlook or that kind of, I mean, it's everybody says you shouldn't have any kind of expectations going into a relationship. But at the end of the day, there are some things that you know, will make a break a relationship for you personally. Absolutely. So it's definitely, you know, worth your while to go into it and be like, you know, if this, this, and this, like these are the bare minimum things, this is definitely what I want in my relationship. If that isn't there, then I should reconsider other options. That's definitely um, a great uh, time saver. Yeah, maybe, you know, they don't mean just, like, don't go in there guns ablaze and not know what's going on. Maybe yeah. they just mean, like, be open to dating, you know, each and every new person. Uh, whether they sucked or not, uh, it's the experience because you only get to live once. Yeah. And not that you want to run through as many people as you can. No, and that's but. the thing. It's like <laughs> it's, after a certain point, you can just, like, look at somebody or, or just have one conversation with somebody and know. What qualities they have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and be like, I, I won't even waste my time or yours. I know what you're about to Yeah, exactly like ma'am. that. So I think, I think I've gotten <laughs> to that point where I'm able to just, like, look at things and be like, and eh, based on what I've witnessed here... We'll I don't think that we can move forward any further. You're going to have like to that. decline your application. <laughs> sorry. We have found other applicants to be 
uh, more qualified. Yeah, no, exactly. No, um, it's, it's just, I mean, it's as simple as that. And you kind of got to look at things from a business perspective because over the span of time, like you said, you invest a lot of time in your relationships and invest, like your time is your biggest investment and your time, your attention, all of that is like your biggest commodity. So if you're going to invest your time and attention into a relationship for however long, you ought to look at it from a business perspective and be able to like, you know, list the things that you need. This is, these are the requirements. And I need you to, you know, fall in line like that. Meet those requirements. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, just, just like you would anybody else. And, and and I was even telling you, you know, before how I feel like, you know, anything that you wouldn't tolerate in your friendships, you said you shouldn't tolerate in relationships. It's like if you're friends with somebody who's just like boring, they don't ever want to do nothing. They don't ever want to like, you know, they don't have any of the interests that you have. There's just like not a good time to be around. Like you wouldn't keep being friends with somebody like that. You wouldn't, you know, waste your time doing things with someone who doesn't enjoy the same things as you. And that's just in friendships. Hey, another great segue into uh, patience. I want to talk on that a little bit too about patience. Um, uh, patience and friendships. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, I want to expound on that. Um, and man, I might uh, stab a few people with what I'm going to say here. You know, I don't want it to hurt anybody's feelings or anything like that, but I want to be honest always 100% grade A, all natural, baby. You know, um, I felt at one point in my life that um, a certain group of people I was hanging out with, except you know, with the uh, exception of one person, I'd say, who I felt really was uh, maybe treating me like a friend. Uh, I felt that those group of folks weren't exactly thinking of me in my best interest, more or less, you know, just kind of having me around. But it's also really kind of confusing, a uh, confusing situation because, you know, they did want me to hang out with them. Yeah. But I would like to think it was because I was like the voice of reason. But okay. I don't want to give myself too much credit in that aspect. I'm going to focus again up here and get to the point. Basically, you know, I think um, during that time I was spending with those folks, uh, I built up quite a will and uh, quite a thick skin and learned how to be patient. Because uh, I can tell you with 100% honesty, there were some times where uh, it should have got, it could have gotten, and should have gotten physical with some of those folks, and I just didn't allow it to go that far. So, do you believe they were like using you as the butt of the joke in a lot of situations? Uh, definitely. Yeah. You know, I felt like, uh, and I could just, it could just be, I'm overreacting, but I don't want to be that guy who victim blames. Himself. Himself. You know, <laughs> I don't want to make it... Because uh, there's this culture where you don't want to come off as a a weakling or somebody who uh, who is weak because they're telling on their abuser. Right? And that kind of was the uh, school system, you know. You know, the whole no snitching and all that stuff and all you telling on the teacher and stuff. Uh, you weak. But, like, I think that... This stuff had a big impact on my life growing up, for sure. But in regards to relationships and how that all kind of uh, entails each other, 
or not entails, but encircles each other. Uh, just like my friendships with those folks, I've kind of come to learn to forgive them and still, you know, uh, spend time with these folks and talk to them and still have love for them. I think that being in a relationship is the same way. It takes a ton, quite a lot of patience. You know, I'll say if my friendship with these folks took the amount of patience it did to still come to love and respect them as the people that they are and try to leave that stuff in the past, then, you know, like with relationships, what I've come to find in my own personal experience with being patient is that, man, there were some nights, there were some times where, like, I was just, I was, like, really confused, really upset. Something had happened. You know, I really wanted to just quit or give up on the relationship, but I always wanted to persevere and try to figure something out, you know, try to figure out how to move forward because, that's one thing, you know, I didn't want to quit at. I quit baseball. I quit <laughs> basketball team. I quit football at some point. It was a great experience. But I quit football. You know, I quit some things in my life. But I say relationships are one of the more important things that I don't ever want to quit at. You know, I always... got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. Yeah, I guess what you're There's saying always is that, that could be dangerous. Yeah. That could be bad that I don't know when exactly. it's Exactly. No, because I used to be the same way. As I always used to try and work yeah. it out and be like, oh, yeah. love will prevail. But like, after that, um, at, some, at a certain point, you have to realize that a certain person is just like bad for you spiritually. And once you get to that point, then I think that's the time to hold, to fold them. There you go. To fold them? Fold them. <laughs> I was going to say hold them, but no, it's, that's the time to fold them. So, yeah, I mean, there's always that. I mean, it, it, but I mean, it is admirable, your desire to want, you know, a relationship to work. I feel like people often have that desire, especially in relationships that have lasted a little bit longer than, you know, the average relationship that you just kind of do away with. But at the end of the day... It is what it is. And I mean, people grow apart or you come to different realizations. You learn or you grow in different ways. And when you know better, you got to do better. So there's always that. Yeah, and I completely understand that uh, you got to make decisions, you know. And it's always a decision to become a better person at the end of the day. And if not, uh, you've also decided to become a scumbag. But... In any case, um, that's all I got to say for this episode. If you liked what you heard, you know, again, I had a featured guest on named Kadisha, who uh, was awesome. She was a little nervous, I can't lie, about <laughs> Very nervous. what we had going on. But uh, she did great, in my opinion. And I'm definitely going to have more co-hosts quite like herself on to try and have different perspectives and whatnot about different topics. And I'm glad you guys tuned in. It's a big wave sound media. We're tuning out. And uh, like and subscribe to the vid. And also, donate if you like what you heard. The donations go towards uh, professional equipment to try and improve this show. The next pair of equipment that we're trying to get is uh, video cameras, actually. So that we can give you guys a visual and get those folks who are ASMR and more uh, hectic in the mind up there more focused on what we got going on get you looking at my beautiful eyes there anyway 
<laughs> Signing out, Big Wave Sound Media. That's episode three, Relationships and Growing Pains. Bye, guys. Hope y'all enjoyed it. <laughs> oh.